Welcome to Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. I am Jim Rome. He is the big head, James Kelly. And I know we say it every single week, but I never, ever remember an NFL season flying by the way this one has. And now we are on to the conference championship games. And both the head and I are coming off weeks where we went 3-1 and one against the spread. So we're feeling pretty good. Except that was then. This is now head. How you living? What's up, dude? Jim Rome, Hall of Famer. I'm doing great, man. Thanks Kicking time in the jungle, Hall of Famer. Thanks, That's Jim. it. Thank you, Pete. Right there. I'm doing fantastic, man. Playoffs. We're on a tear here. We are. Now, from a betting standpoint, let me mm-hmm. pose the question a different way. From a betting standpoint, are you feeling good about these two games, or are you tripping? And how many times has that line moved for the <laughs> AFC matchup? The AFC matchup continues to move as we speak, up and down, all kinds of stuff. But, no, I'm not tripping, man. My initial thoughts were actually backed up by uh, the data after I looked at it. So I, I feel good here. I feel really good. All right. I love it. So we're going to get there. But first, why don't we start with the NFC title game? You've got the Niners okay. in Philly. The Niners head have won 12 in a row. They've got the league's best defense. They've got arguably the best individual story with Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy under center. Your stepbrother, mm-hmm. Lobster Jr., brother, son of the original rat, <laughs> Double T, himself, going up against the top-seeded Eagles and probably 60-some-odd thousand enraged, fueled-up Philly fan mm-hmm. and their coach who acts like he's one of them. I was shocked to see you go against your family last week. Mm-hmm. Are you going to betray your own once again? And what is the number we're dealing with? No, sir. I'm back to riding with a fam, and I'm going with San Francisco and taking the two and a half points I can get right here. Yes, sir. 7-0, and big clock. I'm going with this guy again. Same plan for Brock this week, Jim, and uh, that means don't be Dak Prescott here and turning the ball over. And get the football to the playmakers quick and avoiding that pass rush of Phillies that had 70 sacks on the season. That is the most in the NFL since 1987. They can get after you. Yes. Dude, nobody was even close. <laughs> Not even close. They could get after you big time. He needs to get those weapons, that ball, Not and them to rack close, up that bud. yak. So thank you, Alvin, for that one. Also rely on his running game against this Phillies' biggest weakness. Chris Forrester, you know, the guy uh, – that guy. That yeah. guy? I just yeah. did that live. Yeah. Need to blow those guys off the ball like he's blowing Slider. those rails right there, man. You stink. Dude, that's just such a reach. How do you how do you wedge that into that? He is the run game coordinator, so he's got to open up those holes, man. Right on point right there. Because that Philly run D ranks 24th in the NFL and allowing 4.7 yards per attempt. They have to run the football against these guys. And did I say he can't be Dak and turn it over twice? Because you just that's said that. I didn't say that already? Okay. Yeah, you did. Because every game but you're they've not given wrong. it up. Uh, no, I'm not wrong. And every game they've given it up twice, they've lost this season. Now, on the other side of the ball, that best defense in the NFL, the 49ers, will have this guy's back. They're going up against Jalen Hurts in a rushing attack, coming off of a 268-yard performance. Hey, Ed, I got I to interrupt you and tell you something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow, that was a low blow. Go ahead. Thanks, Forster. Got it. Yeah. But they got a. I mean, he is their run game coordinator. He is, yeah, for the other team. But this one's Philly right here, and and they run it actually better than Forrester, as they say, according to Football Outsiders. It's their best running team in football. So of course that's priority number one for the Niners. Stop it. They are two and four when they allow ninety nine yards rushing or more. Philly, 
um, had been held uh, under 100 yards just five times this season and is 12-0 and when they hit that 100-yard mark. So you got to watch that. But I feel um, – Yeah, but is, think about that, what you just said. They're 12-0 and when they hit that 100-yard mark. But if I'm not mistaken, Frisco has not allowed a single 100-yard rusher this year, I don't think. Not for one person, but the overall team. Yeah, right. They but have, no, but yeah. not a single rusher. Not a single rusher. So you, know what I have, you know what I have to say about that? No, because they got a diver. <laughs> Just playing. I, oh. Again, that was a low blow. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways. Um, you didn't see that coming, did you? I did not see that one coming. That's good. I, I shouldn't have brought Head on a swivel. Gigantic yeah, head on a yeah. swivel. Uh, anyways, hurts. Uh, Don't anyways me again. Oh, yeah, I did that again this week. Go ahead. Dude, also I will say for Philly, they've been feasting off some ass run defenses this season. They haven't seen anything like San Francisco. I'll say that. And also, it comes down to Hurts, what we've been waiting for all season long. Can he beat these guys a good defense, not the Giants, with his arm? He better use A.J. this week. Wow, dude, you say he's got something to prove? Like, he had the MVP wrapped up before he got hurt. Got got to prove it here. Got to prove it. They haven't beaten one playoff team to since who, week you? six. Yep. Yeah, you haven't, you haven't done anything until you've proven <laughs> it to James Kelly, Jalen Hurts. All right, go me, ahead. Me and Forrester. Hey, never, never mind that. Keep Forrester's name out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is already off the rails. No pun intended. Well, nope, pun intended. <laughs> Man, Vance Max on fire. Go oh. ahead. ATS you, you know I am if I'm third personing myself. <laughs> I got some pretty good ATS numbers for you right here. Please Please San do. Francisco, 5-0 and in their last five playoff games, 9-1 and in their last 10 following a straight-up win, 23-8 and in their last 31 games. Philly, though, a 70% cover as a home favorite this season. That's the third best in the NFL, but I'm going with my Niners, my family, plus two-and-a-half Niners. Yeah, I get that. There was no way you were going against your fam two weeks in a row. No, Let me say this. No. Well, it is Jalen Hurts' team, mm -hmm. and he sets the tone for everybody else. Man, Nick Sirianni, that dude is something of a kook. He is and, a kook. And I don't mean that in the worst way possible, but from one of the worst first impressions and disastrous oh opening gosh. pressers mm -hmm. to the NFC Championship game, like how is this guy here given that he started here? Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team that we have a smart football team here. And I know we have the, the people in place to do that. The first part of that, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're gonna, we're gonna, know, we're gonna have systems in place that are easier to learn, all right? Complicated to the what? defense or offense that they're going against or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. Because when we can put that, because we when we can learn our system like and we can get good at our system, <laughs> right? then our talent can take over. Less thinking equals talent take over. But we need to have systems in Less place, and we will have systems in place. Take over. You, you nailed it, so. dude. He does sound like you. I thought that the other day. I know. Less thinking equals talent take over. Now, dude is running around now, running uh -huh. around, running his mouth, I know. telling the refs he knows what the fuck he's doing, his words, uh, not mine, mm -hmm. and comparing Jalen Hurts to Michael Jordan after Hurts won his first playoff game. I like Michael Jordan out Over there. Daniel Dimes. <laughs> I mean, easy, Coach Bro. Then again, <sighs> he and the son of the original rat, Double T, are not lining up against each other, so let me touch on a few of the big keys for me. Like you, I love Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. I'm blown away by this dude's poise, his playmaking ability, and that he did step in and lead them to this point. And yes, he led them to this point. Not 
your stepbrother's system. It's not the system making those throws. It's Purdy, Mm -hmm. and I don't care how gifted your stepbro is schematically with Mm -hmm. his play calling or the fact that he's probably taking the original Rats phone call every single day. (laughs) Purdy has had to handle himself on the big stage, and he has. As an example, you pointed out, Dak Prescott did not. Mm -hmm. So, all the credit to the last player taken in the draft. An amazing story, but all good things must come to an end, Head mm. Says here they end right here. Mm. Purdy has never seen a defense like Dallas's, and he struggled. Sure I think Philadelphia's defense is even better. I think it's filthy. I think they're revolting. They've got four guys with 11 or more sacks. Oh, no. We know how good they are on the outside with arguably the two best corners in the game. Yes. For the Niners to win the game, Head. Purdy is going to have to hit some big shots. He got away with not being able to do so against Dallas. He won't be able to here. Now, you might try to make the argument that he doesn't need to make those big plays. Actually, it says here he does because I think Philadelphia is going to put the points on the board where Dallas could not because, again, Dak. Dak keeps throwing it to the wrong team. You might argue that Frisco runs the hell out of the ball and that Philly is not good at stopping the run. True and true. But if the Niners fall behind early, they're not going to have the luxury of pounding CMC and Elijah Mitchell and Debo if they're healthy. Furthermore, one of the reasons that Philadelphia defense is so good to me head at getting after the quarterback is because those killers are fresh because the Eagles do run the hell out of it. Here's your other key matchup. You touched on this. No one is better at defending the run than the Niners, but Philadelphia's got multiple guys that can tote the rock, including my dude, Miles Sanders. Dallas could not run it on the Niners, but it says here Philadelphia will. Hertz is going to get his on the ground and through the air with a couple of studs on the outside. He's got a tight end in Dallas Goddard that I know is going to make a play or two. Memo to the city of Philly. Grease up the city poles, get the police horses ready, and Philly fan, get ready to smash horse shit sandos because you are headed back to the Super Bowl. I feel strongly about this, Head. I'm going against you. I'm going against you. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to lay the points. Philly minus two and a half. Now, this is the game, Head. Now, this is what I need from you, Head. This is the game, Head. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just 5 bucks and get 200 in free bets instantly. Not a new customer? You can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. So take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Take the big swing. Get it done. You can win big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code BIGBETS. New customers can bet 5 bucks on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, but you do have to use the code BIGBETS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. This is the game, Head, since we're only doing two games. Mm -hmm. Put yourself out there. We need some more action. Can you hit me with maybe an individual prop, maybe a prop for each team? What are you looking at? What do you see? 
Yeah, I got a couple here. So uh, two for A.J. Brown. He scores the game's first touchdown. I'm going to take that plus 850 number and Love that. over. Love yes. that. I think he's going to be huge on Sunday. And over 68 and a half receiving yards. The 49ers gave up the fifth most yards to receivers per game on the entire season. Brown averages 88 yards per game, and he seems to be hotter than hell from last week and not getting the ball. Also, add the fact the Niners allowed CeeDee Lamb to go for 117, so I like that play. So, A.J. Brown, first touchdown of the game, and over 68 and a half receiving yards for the Niners. Big clock, Brock, over eight and a half yards rushing. Just eight and a half yards rushing he needs. That Phillies ass pass rush. Um, I'm sorry. Eight and ass. a half yards yeah. rushing for the game or per carry? The game. That's it. Wow. Just for the game, yeah. So, I mean, with, with that Philly, you know, pass rush going to be on his ass, he's going to have to move <laughs> quite a bit here. To. Yeah. And only the Lions and Dolphins gave up more rushing yards to quarterback per game than Philly's 26.2 yards. Where did that come from, Alvy? Where, where did the Howard Dean drop come from? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Purdy showed us Howie, Iowa man. State. I miss I Howie. Too. My voice doesn't, but I, I miss that guy. Hey, dude, he's amazing. God, that drop was amazing. It was gold. Anyways, Purdy. Over eight and a half yards uh, rushing. That's not bad, dude. Eight and a half yards. That's it. Dude, I mean, that, that sounds like easy, easy money. I know, but I that's, both that's those so damn scary because it looks easy, right? I mean, exactly. I mean, I mean, this is the game, head. Yeah. Man, those were some days. All right, so I love, love those three plays. Anything else or are we moving on? Yeah, moving on. All right, I love it. So there, there you go, clones. You've got some prop bets. We normally do not do it, but we normally have seven games, and now we're down to two games, so the head popping in there. I had not hit those yet, but I will. I will hit nice. that as soon as we're done. All right, let's go to the AFC Championship game, chiefs Bengals. Obviously, the only way we could love this matchup any more than we do is if there was better health on both sides. But, but this is what it is. We still have the Bengals, who generally you and I just love because, well, we love Joe Burrow. Who doesn't love Joe Burrow? Other than the people who continually get their ass kicked by right. Joe Burrow, who doesn't love Joe Burrow? No. If you got a problem with Joe Burrow, you got a problem with yourself. Then again, I would say the same thing about Patrick Mahomes. If you have a problem with Patrick Mahomes, you have a problem with yourself. But, mm -hmm. but if you have a problem with Patrick Mahomes' train wreck family, mm -hmm. I've got no problem with that because pretty much nobody likes that crew. Accurate. But I'm not here to talk about another person's family. Even if those people continue That's to right. gravy train him and make it about themselves. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we talked about that line moving. Has it moved since we started this podcast? Where is it now? What are you going to do with it? Like you said on your daily show, the line is drunk. It's still drunk. Casey started as a one-point favorite in my book. Why, are, why do you mean the line is drunk? <laughs> it's just hammered. Yeah. Like that Michigan State president. What's your name, Alvin? Mary okay, Sue, first like of all, it's Michigan, not Michigan State. And I Michigan. believe it was Mary Sue Coleman. Hi. I love, I love the way that Mary Sue Coleman tried to blame it on the reverb and the feedback. Stop with that bullshit, Mary. You know it wasn't about the feedback. It was about you being drunk off your ass. But not Michigan. You keep Michigan State out of your mouth, James. I wonder what that boozer's doing nowadays. 
Don't know. Don't care. <laughs> Probably at the bar. <sighs> but this show, this show is fun. It is fun. I'm just listening to this great audio. Never gets old. Never gets old. It's aging very well, but I bet she's not. No. Oh, gosh. Can't even imagine that. Oof. Anyways. Drunk line, right? You just anyways me again, dude. You have so many bad habits you have to break. Very. Mick, uh, me and Nick Sirianni, both of us have a lot of bad habits here. Go for it. You, you guys are the same guy, except he is smart and has talent and a good job and he can coach. Yeah, and he might go to the Super Bowl. And I Less won't do thinking that, so equals talent takeover. Okay. Remember that. Less thinking okay. equals talent takeover. I'll let my talent take over right here. Rock, paper, scissors. Let's see how competitive you go, are. Go, go, go. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh, what do you okay, like? Okay, so, well, the, the line is back to Kansas City favored now. Wow. This morning, it was Bengals still favored. Now it's Kansas City minus a point on DraftKings, so you can get that if you want that. Look, dude, even if Mahomes is healthy, I'm taking the Bengals. Mm. Yeah, I'm taking the point right now. I love my Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I do expect him to ball, though. He and Andy have a, had all week to tweak an offense that was the NFL's best this season on, in scoring 29 points a game. The magic and improvising that makes him next level will surely be gone, but he can still shred people from the pocket for the year first in QBR first in TD percentage from the pocket and he should have time only two teams allowed fewer sacks than the Chiefs did this season and the Bengals had the fourth fewest sacks in football also your guy Lou love him too he doesn't normally bring the heat Jim and if he does dude Patrick's historically been one of the best in football against the Blitz so he'll pick that up but to beat Lou's defense, you have to run that football, stopping Isaiah Pacheco. I think I said that right. Pacheco. Yes, okay. Congrats, dude. Thank you. A.K.A. Marion the Barbarian Jr., dude. That guy is a freaking animal. Pacheco, you like him? Oh, dude, he runs hard. Too, dude. He, is he is good. old school, hard runner. I like him too, man. But he's going to have to do it here because Cincinnati is 2-2 two and two when they allow 155 yards rushing or more. But only uh, one of those wins in that 2-for-2 two two number was uh, Sam Hubbard's miracle. So that's the way you could also beat him. And Kansas no City. miracle, dude. That dude's a baller. Oh, my gosh. I love one Hubbard. One of the greatest playoff plays of all time, and I love him for it because he kept my future. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Alive still, so I love Sam Hubbard. Big fan here. But Casey's rush, uh, running attack, 13-1 and one when running for 70 yards or more. But that one loss came against this guy, Joe Burrow, this season. Uh, I, I think he's going to have his hands but. full here. I, the line played great against Buffalo, but Doc touched on it on your daily show. The weather helped them so much against that pass rush because they can't fire off the ball. That won't happen I, I here in Kansas City. I want to give you credit, Head, for something other than having a gigantic forehead. Credit. Okay. I mean, when you and I were watching that game, you said it. You called it oh, early dude. on. You, you said it. You're like, dude, it's the weather. It's the dude. weather. It's the weather, man. They're dude. not. Buffalo is not getting off, and Cincinnati's benefiting from it. And for some reason, they're better acclimated to the weather. So I want to give you credit for that, Head. The, the great equalizer, some would say, Jim, like the Rhea, right? You can't set your legs. You can't not, set not your exactly blocks and all that like kind of stuff. Not exactly like the Rhea, but yeah, okay. it's... But but it's Diarrhea. not the great equalizer because the great equalizer. for whatever reason, like diarrhea is the great equalizer. Diarrhea I don't care who you right. are, who you how are. great you are, how it's smart you are. It doesn't care who the hell you are. You will lose. Care who you are. The weather, time. The weather may have negated certain things, but why did it have an impact on Buffalo but not Cincinnati? Therefore, it's not the great equalizer. You follow me? Uh, yeah, you're diarrhea right is. Anyways, I, I don't see Stop it happening. Stop anyways, me, man. You're like diarrhea of the mouth. That's the great equalizer, dude. You open up your mouth and diarrhea flows. Stop, Stop saying about, anyways about, to me. 
back to my thought process. The diarrhea doesn't care who the hell you are. It's coming. The diarrhea doesn't care who the hell you are. It's coming. That's how I got in the Hall of Fame, by saying things like that 25 years ago. Jim Rome, Hall of Famer, right there. Dangerous. Uh, I don't know if this back is your thought. I love that guy too, Pete in Michigan. I know you do, dude. So KC's gonna eat him up is what I'm gonna say. KC's pass rush, they had the fifth highest pressure rate in football and finished second in NFL up. sacks, only behind those Eagles that we talked to earlier. Chris Jones, he's gonna he he's gonna absolutely murder Joe Burrow for a little bit here. But Joe's a serial killer. Um he could overcome it, man. He has the team's number. Uh, Zach Taylor has his team's number. We all know they're 3-0 against him, but he's passed for eight touchdowns to one interception while averaging 327 yards a game through the air against this defense. They also have Joe Mixon, which they didn't have in their first win earlier this season. As far as the cold weather, well, Joe, uh, he's as good there as he is in big games. He's 8-0 when the weather is under 40 degrees. It will be 21 degrees at kickoff. Thank you, Zach Wilson, for that. ATS, the Bengals are 13-5 and against the spread this season with a cover on Sunday. They tie the New York Giants as the best cover for the 2022 season at a whopping 73.7% of their games. That's the best cover rate in the NFL since 2016. As for KC, dude, I had a bunch of Mahomes underdog numbers. Well, he's not an underdog anymore, so that 8-1-1 as a dog is out the window. The 1-8-1 in their last home, or 10 home games is now in play for Kansas City. But, um, yeah, Bengals, man, plus one now. You can get it. I'm going with them. They are my preseason on this pod, future 22 to one odds to win the Super Bowl. We're close here, man. Oh, dude, how sweet would that be, right? Uh, three years in a row if I can get it. We That would be awesome for you. And I we know. did. We both smashed it. We hit Hell them yes, we hard did. early. So that part of me would like to see them win. Smash, man, I don't know. Smash, this is so hard. Smash. This game is jacking with me for so many different reasons. I mean, it feels like... Jay Woods of OmegaTaxCredits.com is with me now. You've actually started a new operation, a new wing, Omega Funding Solutions. Exactly what is that and how does that work? You file an amended payroll tax return with the IRS, and the IRS is backed up. You know, they were hit by COVID too. They had the pandemic to deal with, so it's taking them anywhere from six months to a year to process these refunds. So we came out with a solution where we can help you get access to that cash earlier in as, as little as two weeks. See if you qualify for an ERC tax refund from the IRS, Omega Tax credits.com and the line's been moving but what i want to say early on especially early in the week everybody was jocking the Bengals. like i get it i do it myself i love these guys never more so than right now after that beat down they laid on the bills never more so than right now because i think they're better right now than they were a year ago when they went to the super yes. bowl butthead mm-hmm. when it feels like the entire world is going one way you have to go the other Like, I don't buy that argument that, well, there is a reason the entire world is going one way. Great. That just means I know that I'm right to go the other way. But in this case, am I? Like, you're asking me to go against Joe freaking Burrow and his three awesome wideouts and an extremely underappreciated asset in tight end Hayden Hurst and the legend that is D coordinator Lou Anarumo, whose praises I've been singing. No, shouting from the rooftops all year long with a D-line that you know is coming for a banged-up Patrick Mahomes and led by a head coach in Zach Taylor who does not get nearly the credit that he now deserves and 
as we know, Cincinnati has won there before, and they just went into Buffalo, and they wrecked their dream season. What I'm saying is these guys are built for this shit. Mm -hmm. This is why I love them. But head, head, I cannot fathom Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid losing four straight times to anybody. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes in his prime about to win the MVP. Nobody beats that dude four times in a row. Even the legend that is Joe Burrow, right? Mm. I mean, great. Mahomes is on one leg. Hell, you could cut that stick off altogether and have that guy play on a nub. And I'm still taking him over half the other starting QB1s in the league. Hell, you could cut off both this guy's legs, and I'm still taking him over that bum-ass who backs him up. Man, this is a tough call. I still think that Mahomes can beat a lot of teams by staying in the pocket and getting it out quickly, like you said. His mobility might be jacked, but there's nothing wrong with his arm. There's nothing wrong with his mind. And I know that decimated Bengals offensive line had that incredible game protecting Joe and run blocking for Joe last week. Mixon has best game in forever. But to your point and the Doc's point, I think the weather had everything to do with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. What do you do? What do you do? I got to be honest. I can't believe that I'm going to pick Mahomes and Big Red to lose four in a row to anybody, there but I'm with you, dude. I'm riding with the Bengals. I think that Joe gets out it. quickly. Never I think he like gets into his flow quickly like he did last week. And I don't think that the Chiefs, you didn't really get into this, I don't think the Chiefs can cover Cincy's trio of studs outside. And I think mm-hmm. my man Luana Rumo is going to dial up some serious shit. Tough to call, but... I'm going to take the Bengals, and whatever that line ends up on, I'm just taking the Bengals. I love it, dude. All There's right. a great Blade Gunner joke in there they could have used with no legs, you know? We're on to Cincinnati. What? Dad, I don't Blade think you Gunner? want to tell. I don't think you want to tell Alvin what to do, dude. Okay. He's not a fucking right. jukebox. Remember that? All Ross. right, so I remember it. It's just not that good, dude. It's, not, it's like most of your shit. It's just not that good. All right, so same deal. Do me a favor. Since uh-huh. we're only on two games, and he gave us some really good info last game in the way of props, How about you hit me with a prop or two or three? All right, I got one here. First touchdown again. I'm going to take a long shot. Plus 1,800 on the guy you mentioned, Hayden uh, Hurst. Yes! Scoring, yes. I love that. Plus 1,800. Dude, I love that guy. I I think that guy, I think he's a baller. I love him. He's I love him. Very underrated, and Casey's defense gave up nine touchdowns this season to tight ends. That's the worst of any playoff team. So Dude, I, actually I love, love that, that play. Plug, can we get plus eighteen hundred? Yeah, yeah. Draft love Kings, it. man, right, right there. Yep. Uh, for Cincy, their team prop, I'm gonna go Joe Mixon over three. Hey, dude, and you know I talked to Howard Dean last week, and I said, hey, I'm thinking about hitting uh, Hayden Hurst plus eighteen hundred. What, what do you think about that? Do you like that idea? What do you think? Ah, see. Okay, there you go. He signed off on it. He did. Emphatically. Maybe, Emphatically. Maybe. Let's see if you'll sign off on this. Hey, one. hey, Howie, yes or no? Yay or nay? <laughs> I'm funny, man. <sighs> ask me. Just ask me. I'm Maybe funny, man. Just ask me. Are you funny? <laughs> Are you funny? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, dude. Joe Mixon, over three and a half receptions. Like this one, Casey gave up the most receptions to running backs this season out of everybody. 6.1 per receptions uh, game average is what they gave up. Also, Mixon's shit line we talked about means Joe will be getting rid of that ball quicker. And Joe Mixon averaged 4.2 receptions per game on the season, so I'm going to go over three and a half Dude, your props are like layups to me. Why didn't we do this shit earlier? I like your props. I love props. We should have put, uh, put them more on the you know show. What, but you know what I feel like? I feel like, so I feel like you've been making a lot of money and withholding it and not reporting it to me. 
and the and clones with all maybe, these prop maybe bets. A little bit. We do okay with them, but these seem so damn obvious that I, they do. Kind of That's why I feel I like we're not going to win any of them. They seem well, way too obvious. You go over on these only. You'll like you'll like this one too. KC prop. Chris Jones over point two five sacks. Uh, hello. Yeah. We I, talked feel like, about I feel it. like somebody's trolling yeah. us. Like, are Dude. these things really available? Hello? They're available. Chris Jones is plus a quarter sack. Yeah. It's against a minus the line missing three guys? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Exactly. So, that's fine. Exactly. Don't get, you know, gassy line right there. But minute, uh, don't, minus. Don't, th- Alvin, don't. We made it through a whole podcast about you hitting that thing. Don't do it. Last line of the pod right there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Great. Thanks for nothing, dude. Both of you dudes, thanks thanks for nothing to both of you. Still love the shotgun blast. Thank you, Alvin. All right. So there are your props. All right. Okay. So, I, I, by the way, I You're like every – are there any others? Are you good? Nope, that's it. Right I like yep. all of the props that you came with. Hey, now, are you craving some protein after a good workout? Of course. Can I tell you, I'm starving after every workout. So this time, do not make a shake or eat a bar. Grab a bag of beef jerky from Old Trapper instead. Why Old Trapper? Because Old Trapper beef jerky is tasty and it's tender. And it's made with real strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a wood fire. And Old Trapper is a family-owned business that takes smoked beef extremely seriously. And you can taste it in every single bite. I mean, who wants dried out? rough beef in a bag nobody it's like eating a shoe old trapper though is the real deal and it comes in four amazing flavors old-fashioned is sweetened with a touch of brown sugar goodness teriyaki peppered and hot and spicy for those who like to take things up a notch so next time you want a great protein and energy snack that you can have anytime anywhere grab some old trapper beef jerky look for old trapper in the clearview bag that way you can see exactly what you're buying look for it in major retail stores near you if you don't see it clones ask for it by name because no other jerky compares old trapper what is your beef so why don't you do this? There's only two games, but you got some props. Run it all back. Just give them the damn picks. All right. Uh, 49ers plus two and a half at Philly. Bengals now plus one at KC. The props for the KC-Cincinnati game. Hayden Hurst, our guy, scores the game's first touchdown at plus 1,800. Joe Mixon over three and a half catches. Chris Jones minus 135 is the number for over .25 sacks. Uh, Philly v. Niners props. A.J. Brown scores the first touchdown of the game, plus 950. A.J. Brown over 68.5 receiving yards. And Purdy over 8.5 rushing yards. There they are right there. I'm going to say, Head, outstanding effort by you. Great job, great breakdown, great picks. Thank you very much. Have an amazing weekend. And prepare yourselves. We're running it back again next week. We got to think about how we're going to approach next week, but we will have a pod next week, and I will see you then. Hugh Howard Dean. Love it. It is time once again to check in with the pro football doc, Dr. David Chow. He is the former longtime team physician for the Chargers. He is the man behind Sports Injury Central, a place where I spent a lot of time. And given the health of some key players this weekend, championship weekend, now is a perfect time to run the dock down once again. First of all, Doc, how are you doing? How are things? 
I'm doing great. Thanks for the double dip being on your show. But here we get to go a little deeper into the betting side and uh, props and totals and other things, too. That's it. Exactly. I want to hit on that. But you know what? For those who missed you on The Daily Show, I think it bears repeating and resetting because it is such an enormous story. And you and everybody at SIC were on this early on. Regarding Patrick Mahomes and that high ankle sprain, generally... How long does it take to come back from something like that? And then how much do you think that's going to impact him and their offensive game plan this weekend? It depends on the severity. And yes, I think he had a reasonable high ankle sprain, but he's played through one before in 2019. As a matter of fact, this year, Daniel Jones played through one. Briefly, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence played through one. So it doesn't always take you out for extended periods of time. And that's why we've been relatively optimistic that Mahomes will play and play reasonably well because of the way he changes arm angles and can be wrong foot throws and still complete passes. Downfield accuracy might be an issue. But as we talked about on your daily show, I'm actually way more worried about the Bengals' offensive line and their health than Patrick Mahomes and his ankle. He's playing. The Bengals are missing three of their five starters. Sure, they played well against Buffalo, But this isn't going to be slippery snow, which is the great equalizer to a heavy pass rush. I think this is actually fascinating, right? Because we spent so much time all week long talking about Mahomes and the Mahomes watch. And your point is that everybody there at Sports Injury Central is way more concerned about the Bengals. I get the elements. I get the snow. But can you break that down further? Because that that offensive line played great. And not just in protecting Joe Burrow, but in establishing run the run. Joe Mixon did not look that good in weeks. How exactly did they do it? And why would it be different this week? Well, the difference is the surface. Artificial field with snow on it gets very slick. If you're just walking around in the snow, uh, are you better off taking slow, deliberate steps or running fast? The guy who runs fast doesn't get anywhere. Deliberate steps, you have footing. Well, offensive linemen are very deliberate in their steps, especially in pass pro versus defensive linemen that have to bull rush or stunt or get around to cause pressure. So that makes it the great equalizer. Also, uh, in the snow, if you know where you're going, i.e. making the first move on run blocks or making the first cut, that's better than a defender needing to react on your heels. And I think that's what we saw. That's why the injuries haven't changed. Look, last year, the Bengals gave up a ton of sacks because the offensive line. They shorted up this year with Leo Collins. He got hurt. Then right guard, Alex Kappa. And now Jonah Williams have not practiced the last two days already. They're unlikely to play. So it's 60% of your offensive line recent late season injuries. Yes, they got through Buffalo. Kudos to the line, the backups, and, and the coaching. But we see this as a potential problem. And remember, it's Chris Jones. And Frank Clark's groin injury is minor. Yeah, and it's not just the offensive line of the Bengals, the backups who have done a great job, but they're facing Chris Jones and a healthy Frank Clark. There was some talk about groin issue last week. We felt it was minor. He got a sack last week. He's fully healthy. This will be an interesting thing. And, you know, obviously this is a betting podcast. Remember, uh, if Joe Burrow has to run for his life a little bit, look at the overs on rush yards because sack yards go against the passing total Run, scramble yards go towards the running total. So there might be some flushes out of the pocket here 
And that might be an interesting play. All right, so I don't want to put words into your mouth, but it sounds like it sounds like you guys love the Chiefs. Is that too strong of a word? Do you like the Chiefs? Because you clearly feel pretty strongly about them. Well, with the opening opening line of the Chiefs at minus two and a half, we liked the Chiefs. When they got up to plus two and a half, we loved the Chiefs. And really, the news didn't change. I mean, we knew about his high ankle on Saturday as we were reporting it. So we still like him. But another thing to consider, if you put together Mahomes perhaps not throwing balls as deep, Mahomes not scrambling, and a Bengals offensive line, more short passes for Joe Burrow, uh, and more pressure, ball out of hand and more pressure, potentially more sacks, you might want to take a look at the underplays, some cold weather, Mahomes, the O-line, et cetera. And other intriguing ones would be, you know, uh, Burrow, we hit last week under 37 and a half passing yards because of the O-line in the snow. It's at 36 and a half this week with the O-line maybe more effective. And there's no longest pass prop yet up on Mahomes because of his ankle but that would be interesting to consider too so there's all sorts of opportunities besides just sides and totals but yes we like the Chiefs and we would consider the under as well given the circumstances I like it I like the analysis there I like all the prop bets as well that's something different that's something interesting what about the NFC championship game you've got Philadelphia you've got San Francisco of these two teams what about the relative healths who is the healthier of these two teams? And what are some of the things about this matchup you like? Well, they're about the same. I get there's a lot of attention to CMC out, not practicing two days, Elijah Mitchell not practicing two days, Debo Samuel with LPs. But I think they're all going to play. I mean, CMC is going to be fine with his calf string. Debo is going to play. Elijah Mitchell we're a little more worried about, but CMC can carry the load. Uh, for the Eagles, Jalen Hurts is healthy, no worries. Lane Johnson, he's not 100%, but playing. Lane Johnson versus Nick Bosa will be the matchup to watch. Both squads are healthy, are relatively within two points of each other with six scores. So I don't know that I could point out, oh, there's one side that's better. I think it's going to depend on if Lane Johnson can hold his own against Nick Bosa, then the Eagles have the advantage. If he can't, the, the 49ers will have the advantage. In terms of some prop plays there, you know, look, uh, uh, if Nick Bosa is pressuring uh, Jalen Hurts with him being healthy, maybe some over rush prop yards. Dallas Goddard had a good game, but he might need to stay in and chip a little bit on Nick Bosa, and that might lead towards an under. Miles Sanders is already depressed on his prop yards because of the good defensive line. And, and so there's all sorts of different plays there. Heck, you can even look at uh, A.J. Brown, I don't think, has a significant injury. He clearly was disgruntled. He didn't get the ball. They need him in the game. Maybe they're going to try and feed A.J. Brown a little bit. I think that's curious because A.J. Brown, normally when he does not have an active game or a great game, he bounces right back, probably in part because of what you're saying. He lets them know he needs the ball. One last thought. When you talk about CMC, it seems to me like we know, Doc, that Philadelphia, if they have any sort of flaw, if you can call it that, they're not great in their run defense. It would seem to me, especially with a rookie quarterback, man, Phil, San Francisco is going to want to run that ball and run it with authority. Is it not a concern? When you mention all three of those guys, do you feel like they will be able to establish the run consistently? I think they will, and I think you're right. I think they need to. Look, kudos to Brock Purdy. What an amazing job. But to be fair, he's thrown a couple balls the last few games that should have been picked that were dropped, right? And if the Eagles capitalize on that, that might be difficult. So if I were 
the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan, I would concentrate on the run game and what got you there and, uh, and try and go that route. All right, so, Doc, you gave us some really valuable information, both in terms of medical speaking and also gambling. Is there anything else that we missed? And if not, remind the listeners where to go and what they'll find on the SICK site. Yeah, if you go to Sports Injury Central, SICscore.com, you'll see daily slash to the hour updates when someone is DNP or coach says something. For example, Nick Sirianni says, Oh, Avante Maddox, uh, slot corner for the Eagles, is getting better and better each day. We say, yeah, we hear that, but better and better isn't going to get him there this weekend, and uh, he's not going to be playing or effective. So we give all these little updates, and you know, we encourage your listeners to go there and make your own decisions or uh, read the articles and, uh, and so forth. We give you injury analysis. That's what we do. We're the only place that gives true injury analysis. We did it in-game. For Patrick Mahomes, you didn't have to wait for the big boys to tell you two days later after an MRI what it meant. We give upfront analysis, not injury reporting, and we're the only site that does that. No, I love that. I love that. You guys are on it, and it's live, and it's right there. So thanks again, Doc. You did a double dip. You hit us on The Daily Show. You hit us on the pod. Appreciate that. Have an amazing weekend, and I'm going to run you down next week whether you like it or not. Sounds good. All right, Doc. Thank you very much. And... All of you, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Yes, we will have another episode next week. The season is nearly over, so if you have not done so already and you don't mind doing it, can you smash the subscribe button on the way out the door? Can you hit us with that five-star review on the way out the door? And just know we appreciate that. We appreciate you. And we will see you next week right here on Jim Rome's Big Head Bets.